0: Hello, welcome to episode 2 of the Mark's Mind podcast. Um, There's not much going on. It's been a really long time since I recorded my last episode. I just got really lazy and I got a job. It's just uh, so busy right now. Um, but it's going pretty well. I'm kind of looking at this as more an audio diary, rather than anything else, just because you know, I don't see a need to do anything else for this. Just someone to look back on and say, "Oh yeah, I recorded. I remember." Um, I'm using my computer now instead of my uh, phone to record it because I did not know you could use a computer for this. I was doing a phone like, I eh, do not, it's convenient, it's right there. I you didn't know there's was like a full-on website, I thought it was just an app or something. But it's been going pretty well. And I really hope the microphone picks up on my audio. Uh, I, I don't want to bother with like a professional microphone and everything. I just got a small one because it was cheap, I thought why not. But what do I want to talk about today? Um... Mostly my new job. I'm a pre technician and it's pretty good so far. Lots uh, of uh, sitting down, computer typing, and good office job benefits, all that stuff. And yeah, I really love it so far, it's going pretty well. i uh, are really understaffed right now, but so is most of the places after the pandemic it, Like, most people quit their jobs. And had due disability and uh, medical leave and such. But now people are, you know, making good money from home and such that some of them actually, I don't know why, aren't coming back to work. Because they're making money at home from outwork checks from the government. But honestly, I think that's going to end pretty soon. And I'll see after that. Uh, job market is going to just close up really fast everyone's going to be looking to get a job uh, every position is going to be filled in right away, and it's just going to dry up and college kids I feel bad for them they're all going to graduate job market is going to be pretty stagnant. no one's going to find a job for them doesn't matter what degree they have it's probably not going to help uh, just like when I graduated, in, was it? It was near the end of 2019. Me and all Bill graduated. A few will graduate about a few months later uh, after the next term. They needed like one or two more classes they had to take. And as soon as we graduated, oh man, I took like two or so months. Uh, quick trip to Italy with my university for. Uh, to my minor in art history, and it was just gratification all around. And after that, I came back, and the pandemic hit, and no one was looking for someone with a degree or good college credentials or anything. They're just they had to fire a lot of people, a lot of businesses closed, and you're looking for people with just good work experience like like we did some out like 3 or 4 years for an uh, intern position for a work experience test cause they need experienced people to start working right away. cause yeah, they cut most of their staff so they need professionals, they need the best of the best currently working for them and college kids are great, they have a degree but they don't have the work experience necessary which they were going to get with their college degree, but I don't know, they were just looking for people with solid work experience because there are very few positions available. So, of course, they're going to want the best of the best. So, it took me almost two years to get the job I have now. And I got with... uh, uh, I had a college degree. They were looking for some with, I guess, graphic design potential and... I did take a lot of graphic design classes. It was gonna be my major when I originally went to college, but uh, and again, to that, what was it? Major when you start, you have to have a graphic portfolio. I think set up on a CD or a thumb drive. I heard from somewhere and. I didn't know what he I mean I didn't know how to burn it onto a CD turns out that was false so I came in and I didn't have a major declared and I knew I wanted to do art so when we all got our schedules in the beginning we're all undeclared I went up to I think it was the Dean his name was Mark also and as hey, can get like more art based classes? Because like, I can want to go into art, I'm not sure where. And it was a really nice guy he did, and I've been doing art class since then. Also, great graphic design classes and such. And eventually, uh, I did studio art. And uh, for my concentration, I did illustration. Because I really want to do, I think, children's books or maybe writing or cover design because I really love that but I think now uh, um, I have more graph design centered sort of job, not entirely graphic design I'm a mostly just have preset templates and get the exact correct BF files to organize them into do the correct template in the right way sure everything is perfect proofread it uh, put it in the box in the right order and send it out to get printed but I I think I should have with graphic design I love illustration a lot I also really love graphic design so I think graphic illustration will be my best job to get but I don't know I think graphic design I just love a bit more I originally didn't go into it because I was worried about the freedom the creative freedom I would have with graphic design because as you know mostly it's listening to a client uh, what they want what they're expecting and following all their directions and I was really worried about that because I really like taking the creative freedom with my art so when I learned about illustration and the vast amounts of sort of creative freedom I would have with my design. In that course I decided to go with that. But I think my heart is still in graphic design, I still really love it. I think the graphic design industry as a whole probably seems very intimidating with a lot of computer work, a lot of different programs and such newcomers and I think I got a bad impression of it in the beginning with you no know, looking up on Google which is it's don't look up a job on Google to learn about like get books or I don't know talk to professionals or friends who are in the industry. That's a million times better. Cause Google tells you what you want to hear. Like, oh is it bad? It's like yeah here's a million articles and profound degree how bad it was and they say oh is it good it's like yeah here's a million things about good it is so it's never accurate it's never gonna give you exactly what you want it just gives you hey what do you want here is here's the article that's all you're getting from us we're not gonna be perfect profan- it's google what do you expect it's like those personality tests like you never even get one that tells you you're a jerk. But yeah, it turns out you're Pisces. That means you're a horrible person. No, this is going to be all positive. It tells you what you want to hear. It's the internet. Well, I think I got a bad impression of Gravit Zion beginning. And I think now I look at it. I just have a much greater passion and appreciation for it. I just love it a lot more. I think uh, one of the things I love about illustration, my favorite part, one of my projects, was a Pinocchio book design, a cover design, and I think that was my favorite because that's a very graphic design center sort of project, like, you're designing the book cover, sort of the advertisement for your story. Just drinking some tea right there. And I think I really love the graphic design aspect. I, of course, really like the compliments because a lot of people loved it, seemed like the Pinocchio cover. And I love doing the cover, and I was making these posters for it, and I kept saying, You know what, people like this? I'm gonna do a full book. And I wrote a uh, Fair outline of the story, some details, what it's going to be about, but I don't think I love that part, the uh, page design, or I love the layout design, but I didn't like making the story, like, I would sacrifice understandability in my pages for overall composition, like, like kind of like a design poster like you want readability and such more than anything in a book especially a picture book for children kind of have to make it simple and i didn't want that i want good overall composition i want to have an overall color scheme and everything and i know that's the same thing you can do in children's book illustration and such but i think i was making my pages more like a poster like a preview poster uh, for like advertising a show or film more than a readable uh, children's book page because a lot of these just uh, look extremely confusing. I like, know way children will be able to understand this. never mind an adult. Uh, but I still like doing it I still like drawing and using a more unique artistic style. It's going to be hard doing graphic design because uh, they want very legible, readable layout, a very, uh, I don't want to say simplistic design, but more factor-based designs. Like, I'm looking at the, I'm using Anchor right now for a website record these podcasts. I'm looking at the record button. It just has simple little text and all in white. Record with a very simple symbol of a microphone and the rest is all like this reddish orange mute color on the side it has a red tab purple shade and I don't know was that pink and call it pink why not It's more easy understand design I it takes me like two seconds I don't even have to read the words so I look at the picture I know it wants me to do, and that's really great. So, they're more so in that design, more readability and anything, and I really love that. I'm um, uh, learning uh, UX and UI design right now from like YouTube tutorials. I've been practicing with Adobe UX, and I'm having a ton of fun with that. It's so great, but uh, I think I should go and grab a design and. I would go back to scoring a degree, but the thing about my university is Studio art, uh, graphic design is a concentration. It's not like a separate subject or major or anything. So I can go to Studio art, and I say, oh, I want a graphic design degree. And I don't know, May I take a few more classes and get a graphic design degree, but all it does is change my concentration. It doesn't necessarily change, like my studio art major. I was say, hey, I'm a studio art major. I'm still gonna be a studio art major after I take these classes. So uh, I'm gonna. Get... Oh, that's good tea. Oh, fresh lemon and everything. So I'm really looking for now is to stay in uh, my pre best job for as long as I can, because I really love the job. It's it's stuff fun. The people there are very nice, very calm, and there's not like a strict dress code or anything, which I wouldn't mind if there was. But I don't know, I just hate wearing like fancy suits and everything. And a nice like those really nice button-up shirts that feels like a paper bag i just really hate wearing shirts but it's a little more casual uh the people there are very nice uh, very understanding and it's like working it so i want to work it as long as i can and it's very busy right now as i said uh we're very understaffed i really wish more people were just stop just taking government checks from home and get a job and build up a good job history because that's what I'm doing right now I need a good job history because right now I didn't get a good job history as a teenager because uh, I had a lot of surgeries uh, from 14 till I was 20 years old. I brother and sister got good job history So after you graduate college, well still in school for a bit. After you graduate, you can get like any good job they want because not only do you have good degrees, they have a good job history. And I didn't have that coming out of college. So it wasn't just pandemic, but also like they're gonna look at me like, Hey, you didn't work that many professional, like office based jobs or too big a variety of jobs I had to work a uh, temp job uh, in 2019 for a temp company actually emailed me recently asking hey do you want more job opportunities?" after like two years of being absent and I was uh, and I of course had to say uh, no I have a full-time job <laughs> where were you two years ago waiting for emails from you for like two years to get a good job just now probably just started emailing oh hey we have a job for you now yeah did uh if you survived those two years able to pay rent or anything somehow do you want to come back and uh, work for us a caging and a job with no benefits you want that yeah 2019 I started working for a company I won't say who but it was like a Boston-based temp company nice people like uh, good jobs uh, good opportunities when I can find them, but the biggest problem was they didn't contact me uh, when COVID hit for like two years, of course, because everything was closing down and they're just now contacting everyone. I'm like, How do you have a job? Uh, I've been trying to build job history, you guys. Got a few good positions. Uh, I was a gallery attendant, I think. Uh, Rose Art Museum. I really love that. That was a lot of fun because I really love art. Uh, it's a bit of a customer service job—not direct customer service—but sort of had to watch people. Like, there was a mom that came in. I was always worried, like, okay, is she like a good mom that will watch her kids, or she gonna be one of those moms where she's like on the phone all the time? Kids are running around touching everything. i have to like try make eye contact with her try like hey like watch your kids then i have to go talk to those dumb kids and right as i go up to him mom comes out of her friggin phone coma says no don't you talk to my kids i'll talk to them i'll yeah i'll talk to you thanks mom of the year i hate people don't watch your kids it's so annoying just 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 watch your kids like I don't know how these parents are allowed to keep their kids like I don't know how they didn't lose one of their kids like you see these parents in a store having kids like running around knocking things over like okay where is your mom and you see her like 20 feet back talking to like a friend of hers on the phone just ignoring the kids like Okay, you know what? You're gonna lose your kids. I'm surprised, like, there's no one there. Like, social services or something. Or Lori like, Okay, ma'am, I just called social services. Come take your kids now. (laughs) Maybe I should do that next time. Next time, just as a museum attendant. Ma'am, I am required to call social services to take your children from you because you clearly can't watch them. You are clearly not prepared. Uh, should I have caught? Yes, they're taking them forever. Yeah, uh, maybe you should watched your kids. Uh, How many do you have? Two. Okay, yeah, entertain both of them. I don't know, I just I hate when you do that. And no one says anything. Because you don't want to be mean to a kid, but they want to talk to a mom. The mom's on listening, so I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I don't want to yell at a kid. Oh, who cares? It doesn't matter. Kids are going to grow up to here First grow like, Uh, hey mom, uh, you know how I can't play sports? Because of my busted knee. How did I get that? Oh yeah, you weren't watching me when I was in the monkey bars and I fell. And you should call the ambulance, but you are busy talking to your friend, Beth, three hours on the phone in a parking lot across the road from where we were. Thanks for that mom. Oh man. Oh no I don't really care. I'm not a parent, but still I know how raised kids burn these people. Like at some point you just gotta look at certain jobs and be like, okay I don't know specifics. I'm not a genius at this topic but i'm better than them there's like it's like uh this one stand-up comedian i forget who had this great joke about where he says uh he's about this awful airline pilot that with full tank uh fuel lands in the middle of like the wrong airstrip at the wrong airport and he was complaining about that. And a lot of people were like. Hey you're not a pilot. Why should you complain? You don't know anything. You're not a pilot. He's like. Yeah. I'm not a pilot. But. I land. In the wrong place. At the wrong time. And. I think I should know. That's a bad pilot. I don't have to know. About how to fly a plane or anything. It's like. If you. Uh, you have a taxi driver. is like. Hey, can you take me here? And you know, it takes like 20 minutes to get there. He goes to a wrong place and takes him an hour longer to get there. Okay, that's a bad taxi driver. I don't know how the system works, but I know there's a bad taxi driver. It's not that complicated. It's like, uh, if you ever get, like, really, really bad teachers and, like, Usually like I don't know, middle school or grade school usually or something. Where you have like a teacher that barely teaches you anything. She's always tired, she always showing you videos. When you ask her questions, she'll do that thing where she doesn't really explain. She'll be like she'll like just look at you and be like, Oh come on, you should know this. No, I taught it to you. No, really. Or be like, no it's in the reading did you do a reading like yeah you skipped this part you're supposed to review a reading you completely skipped it like well you should have read it you should memorize it. it's like no you're supposed to teach us you're a teacher and then the worst i had a teacher like that for uh it was one of my math classes i forgot which but it was a teacher she gave us new uh not well, you got math methods or whatever it's called, uh, new ways to do math, stuff like that. And we learn the basics, and like, okay, I'm getting this is good, I'm taking a quiz, this is good. Then we get the test and be completely new things. She never taught us, and she was like a really nice teacher. So, what we were forced to do is, and there's not cheating, just want to say we were forced to go up to her and be like, "Hey, uh, I only really get this part," and she gives little like, "Come on, you can do it. We we learned this. No, really." And then you go back to your seat for like five, ten minutes, pretend to be doing the problem, look like you're working on. Because again, she didn't teach us anything. Then we come back, and we're like, I still don't get. You have little writings and numbers next to it, like you're trying to understand. <laughs> then you had to like make up because there's no logical way like she just did not teach you how to do this one part of this equation and then she'll eventually like cave in and be like okay so what you do is this and this, but don't tell anyone i told you I like yeah of course not and uh, that's how we passed our math class because everyone as soon as she left i thought i'd be the only one like Oh, I'm just an idiot. I don't get this. Remember? Just leaning in like Okay, so she didn't teach us anything, did she? It's like, no, she didn't. She literally taught us everything except this one part. And now we all have to figure it out on our own. Tell me, isn't that Sorry. Is it explaining that expensive textbook we got? Uh, no. This is the old edition. She wants the new edition. Uh, School can't afford that. So we got the old edition. And she's going to tell us new stuff we don't know about. And she won't teach it to us. Like, it's a secret. When There's some weird secret method. Like, we're going to learn about this. And become, like, math wizards. And, I don't know, find, like genius tax loopholes and a whole different world open to it I just want to learn how to do basic math not for any other purpose but just so I can do well in my next math class I know I'll have to do and that's what happened me and some of those kids went to a new math class and we couldn't talk trash about the other teacher because she was in like the same school And like, we, she's a nice person. So again, we feel bad. So we had to explain like the nicest way possible. Like how you're in customer service and a customer messes up. But you can't be mean to them or rude. So you have to make it sound like it's nobody's fault. Because if you blame yourself, they'll be like, it is your fault. And they'll blame you and they'll get mad and yell at you. So you have to make it like. It's the company's fault. It's out of your hands. Like you lean in and whisper, like you're on their side. It's like, okay, so, uh, dude, listen. I wanted to give you 20% off that was it, coffee creamer. Yeah. You really need to yell at me about your coffee creamer. Thanks for that. And I want to give you 20% off. Like it says in that coupon, you know, is expired. But here's the thing I can't, the company won't let me. See that guy in the suit out there who's leaving? He's our district manager and he was just angry. I said, I don't want to get fired. I have a wife and please, I, I have three kids at home and they need their dad to keep his job. Or little Timmy's not going to get the braces he needs and he's going to be called a freak in high school. Please, Sergius. Oh, please. This, It's nobody's fault, please. I'm so sorry. So I did that for for math class. It was basically, I think everyone knows this. What happened? Why don't you know this uh, math equation? Oh, no. Did your teacher teach you to it? Teach you? Um, yeah, she did. But something happened. Oh, no. I just... Over the summer I guess I hit my head on rock or I don't know I guess I learned I learned too much over a summer I, I learned to I'm too smart and somebody got knocked out and yeah now I don't know that equation I was supposed to learn I think the worst part is When you have a teacher who's not already teaching, and uh, like you have that one person, there's always that one student who reports on them to the principal. I think by middle or high school, you know not to do that because you know what they do. They everyone knows. They call you into office. Person reported it. They call you in. Like sit down. Uh, we're gonna talk about this this is private this is it's private between us we make it anonymous and they don't and you know you can say what you want because we